1: And welcome in to the Denver Sports Podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery Avalanche yes, Ale sir. with the Avs in that playoff run. You know, tension, big dubs, tough L's. You wash it all down with the scrumptious, delicious Breck Brewery affalanchion scrumptious yeah scrumptious Scrumptious. you like
2: that i like that
1: is it a scrumptious nba draft my friend harrison (laughs) (laughs) wind that's what we're here to talk about i've i've been in harrison's dms just harassing him with my worst draft takes so this is just an extension of that getting him on the show forcing him on we've also got our guy justin michael tapped into david roddy obviously our college hoops Head on staff, Justin dialed, and then Hankster bringing us what's going on on the left coast, the Pac-12. What exactly are you doing here uh, on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. again? <laughs> just my way to force my way onto a show. Get to talk draft with my friends and people who I enjoy talking hoops with, and Henry. Um, yeah. So no. No, yep. I could, I kid. I kid. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> scrum- we know, yeah, yeah, we know. Scrumptiousness aside, how do you see this draft, uh, Harrison? All of a sudden, it feels like everything and anything could happen for our Denver Nuggets with two picks in the first round. Yeah. Um, and uh, trades up, trades down. Everything seems possible
2: on Thursday night. I agree. Everything does seem possible. And you definitely felt that way after they got that number 30 pick. Yeah like two first round picks for a team that's trying to win an NBA championship next season. Right. You know, you don't usually see that too often. So I'd be surprised if they made both the picks. Part of me is just combing through this list of prospects potentially available at 21 and being like, all right, how can this guy help? Is this the wing defender that the Nuggets need? Another part of me is like F the picks. Like, do we really need two Mm -hmm. draft picks? There's no finals team that I can remember lately. Maybe other than Tyler Hero in Miami a few years back who has a rookie playing a big role. So do the Nuggets really need these picks or would they just be better off trading them? I don't know where I'm going to ultimately come down, but um, they've got a ton of options. That's for sure.
1: That's the beauty of it. Lots of options. And of course, you know, new GM. So there's a little uncertainty there. Um, But, you know. Justin, from more of a college basketball standpoint, this seems like a really nice draft class. It seems like we see this in the NFL all the time, right? Like we talk about it from the college side and then you start to see that college translation come to the NFL draft and then the NFL. And this, the first real NBA draft where it's like, holy shit, there are no point guards. There are no centers. These are all wings. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's just the a product of, you know, the modernization of the game and, you know, everything being stretched out. You need versatility. You need guys that can defend along the perimeter and, you know, can kind of do some things for you on the glass. And yeah. it, it, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, like you said, we talk about it every week on the draft pod with the NFL and, you know, DBs and edge and wide receivers and quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're not talking about guards and running backs and, you know, defensive tackles like you might have in the 80s, but. It's, it's an intriguing class. It's a lot of guys that I feel like we got to watch, on a high stage, which is is not necessarily yeah, always true. the case. You that's know what I true. mean? We got to watch Czech Holmgren playing elite competition throughout the non-conference schedule, then obviously the NCAA tournament. Same thing goes with you know Bancaro, who I thought, yeah. you know, I was kind of skeptical of, skeptical of him going into the tournament. I like him more after it. Um, so yeah, I, I just I like what we've seen out of these guys. I think it's interesting the way that this has played out with all the wings. Yeah, it's uh,
1: it's true. Lots of teammates in this first round. You got a couple Auburn guys, a couple Baylor guys, a couple Duke. Kansas guys. Lots like Duke's entire top five. <laughs> yeah, their entire starting it five. Is, pretty it's much. in the mix. Um, Why
3: wasn't that team better? So no, it, it <laughs> is, makes you wonder.
1: Yeah. It is intriguing. Hank as a guy who spent plenty of time at Ball Arena. Uh, what are you hoping to see from from your Nuggets?
0: That's a good question. I, cool. I'm skewed by the fact that like the the guys around where the Nuggets are picking, I just don't know a bunch about. Like like there's guys who are up at the that's top. you like, oh, there's so. Cool. Here. I appreciate <laughs> that. I'm so All excited right, for this. Yeah. But but I just look at it, it's like. Like Harrison said, are these guys going to help the Nuggets win the title? And the other part of it is, I mean, how often do you see a rookie contribute? Sure, but then what about second year player? What about third year player? Because yeah. it's a title window, not a title year. So I guess I see it. At the same time, though, if, if it's me, I'm I'm calling everybody I can, saying, Hey, we've got two first, Monte and Will Barton. What 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 do you what what can you give us for that? Because I think that there's got to be a good player, a or, or probably really good player that you could get if you made that big trade.
2: That'd be a massive trade. It'd be so big. Yeah, but I think that something like that is in play with Denver. Mm-hmm. Will Barton, Monte Morris, clearly the two mm-hmm. most likely to be traded yep. players. Will Barton, I'd just be stunned if he was back next yeah. season. Right. I think he's definitely right. going to get traded this summer. Monte, if you look at just how the guard depth chart stacks up, you have Jamal Murray, you have Bones Highland. Monte Morris is kind of a luxury at this point, mm-hmm. although he's just also really freaking good. Yeah. So he's got a pretty tradable salary, you know, but like Jamal Murray coming off an ACL, do you want Monte there as some insurance? Exactly. You could say that as well. So I think both those guys are certainly getting dangled as potential trade chips along with both first round picks. So, I mean, I don't think you're wrong.
0: I, I think with Monte. Like he's just such a good basketball player, and I think it's easy to look at him and say, like, yeah, he's the contract's nine million a year, eleven million a year, whatever. It's a good value. You could get something great for him, but still, if you just hold on to him, he would be so valuable to me. He's a better uh, option to trade at the deadline, probably. Just make sure that you're happy moving. Yeah, you a good see guard. how Jamal
2: looks early in the season right. too. Happy see with bones what out steps there. Bones has taken.
0: But yeah. I mean, if the offer's there, like I'm tempted. I'm tempted. It just. If you're going to trade Monte and then replace him with another guard, aren't you just kind of asking for a downgrade there? And is that really what you want to do in a title right. window? Right.
1: The only Monte-like trade that comes back to me is George Hill being flipped for the 15th pick, which turned into Kawhi Leonard. And that was a contending team. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would take Kawhi. Same. That's a hell of a <laughs> callback, RJ. So I'm here, everybody. Um, <laughs> But, you know, he's backing up Tony Parker. The narrative was like, oh, he'd start for most other teams. if Tony." The narrative
2: actually there. was George Hill might be better than a <laughs> Tony Parker on the decline. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was actually the narrative. How'd that work out? <laughs> Tony Parker um, was fine. That's how it worked out.
1: <laughs> but you're, you're right, though. The default for most NBA organizations is doing what the Cavs when LeBron came back did, which is like shed every good young piece mm-hmm. you
2: have yeah. and get veteran guys in. And is that the model the Nuggets want to go under? I don't know. I think they want to go that direction. I think Calvin Booth took over and is very, very confident in what his vision is. And I think that's more getting longer and more athletic and more defensive-minded.
0: Bonte, Will Barton, two firsts for, for Kyrie.
2: Leave this podcast (laughs) right now. Walk out out that door. (laughs) Ban the set. The
1: Kyrie Jamal Um, backcourt. Mm. Maybe not Kyrie, but (laughs) who are some guys you have circled at 21 and 30 years?
2: 21 and 30. So the top two guys on my board, it's so tough when you're putting together like a Nuggets big board because you (laughs) don't know who's going to be there. I I kind of just disregarded everybody projected to go in the lottery and worked from there. Love that. So the top so two guys on my board for the Nuggets are Jalen Williams out of Santa Clara mm. and Tari Eason out of LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, next up is Dale and Terry and Marjon mm-hmm. Beauchamp. It's kind yes. of my top four right now, and then I think there's a step down from there. But um, I think if Denver wound up with definitely one of those top two guys, uh, Dale and Terry, and then um, Beauchamp is probably the, the latest projected guy out of those. Right, but any of those four guys, I think that's a nice outcome. Yeah,
0: you know, Dalen Terry, obviously covering CU, I get to see him playing. Yeah. yeah, Kind of surprising that that he's supposed to be up this it, high. It is, man. And then you remember, like, yeah, he's six foot seven and all those sorts of things, and so he's more translatable than some of the the better players. Yeah, I that's guess. The game. but I mean, you you see it, like, especially when you remember what the the Nuggets are missing. Like, as as much as I would love to see him add nikola jovic not i honestly i hate that his name is that because it makes me think they're not going to do it at Henry's all Henry's
1: low-key a big nikola jovic
0: i love the way that he play he's like gallo
1: but just like
0: before the acl thing that's his comp i freaking love that guy but but again like you don't need offense probably like you, you it makes sense just to add somebody yeah. big and long yeah. who can defend and Dalen terry seems like somebody who could defend not one through five but but plenty of other players i don't know i I think that that probably is just like a good, smart, reasonable pick that, in my opinion, wouldn't be all that fun.
1: Any of those four guys that kind of stand out to you, Justin? Obviously, you know, the small school, you, you're you tapped into that. You watch plenty of SEC hoops. and
3: I like Jalen Williams the most that he mm. brought up. Just, I mean, that Santa Clara team was really deep. The WCC in general was fun. I was just pulling up his numbers because I was curious. I knew he took a big jump um, with three-point shooting this past year, but I didn't realize he was a 40% three-point Jeez. shooter. Fifty-one percent from the field. It right, gives you some length and just He's some versatility. So man. And I just I like his upside the most. I think at all those guys that Harrison brought up, he just seems so safe. Harrison,
2: you're you're just not going to get a better basketball player at 21 yeah. i don't think he's so well-rounded offensively defensively but the chatter is he could go in the late teens or the mid-teens so Raffling i don't even know if he's gonna Sportsbook be
1: there changed his prop to 16 and a half oh, sh- all right let's yeah. just yeah we're let's disregard I know. I know all i need to hear is the three-point percentage and seven two wingspan like where do I, oh, i'll man. sign <laughs> I <know>. in blood <laughs> I know. um Dalen terry too much pj dozier vibes
2: there are definite PJ Dozier a vibes, bit, right? Is that a bad thing, though? No, double up. Why not?
0: I <laughs> 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 that's what we're talking. Like PJ Dozier isn't even a nugget, but it's like <laughs> yeah. double up on him. Let's get another PJ Dozier.
2: Like, so, just assuming he's. So be what here. Hank said about Dale and Terry was was like spot on because. You look at him, and you're like, okay, this guy shot the ball only six times a game last year. Mm-hmm. He averaged eight points. Put up yeah. five on the right. bus. Yeah. Right.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah didn't Couldn't even score him.
2: against Colorado. Yeah, shout no. out Neat Clifford. Locked that man down. <laughs> right. Now he's headed to the NBA. Like, are oh. we really talking about this guy as a potential number 21 pick? And he could go earlier than that mm-hmm. because... He's 6'7", with a nice wingspan. I think like a 6'10", 6'11", wingspan, maybe 7 foot. He can play all three guard spots. I was reading I that crazy. Arizona was actually at its best when he played point guard last season. Uh-huh. So he can play all three perimeter spots. He can guard one through four. Yeah. He's super athletic. He's like a freak athlete. Right. Uh, gets steals, finishes. He's a Swiss Army Knife. In a similar way that PJ Dozier was, to be yeah. totally honest, he's a good passer. He kind of gives me Andre Iguodala vibes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's who I've compared like him that. to. I like that. So, what you just—I'm kind of—I'm I'm really intrigued. Actually, I'm really intrigued.
1: You could have been talking about Dyson Daniels, who's a G League guy projected to go top ten. His scouting report is maybe identical to mm-hmm. what you just read for Dale. And they I mean, if if Dalen Terry's nineteen, what Dyson Daniels is like. Six months younger, like we're not talking about a five year difference, you know. Um, big story of this draft before we move on, I've got some draft props, so don't worry.
2: Okay, okay,
1: on record, the top three that's the big story of this draft. Give me your rankings, Chet, (laughs) Kaolo, Jabari Smith. Where are you settling in?
3: Oh, How's it pound out? Justin, do I, have, do I see I you first. I don't want to go first. All right. So you go first, go first. Justin. I want to clarify one thing. Before we go. Are, are we going to, are we saying, are we ranking like what we think are the what best you, three players what or think? what we think the order is no, going to no, be? No, no, no. What you think? Because that's what I think. think in talent. Talent. Chet, Jabari, Ooh, Bankero. I love that. Oh, I'm so tall.
1: I've been back and forth Chet Paolo hmm. for weeks. I think Paolo's
3: might be the safest pick of the three. On his offensive game, transition. So it nicely. seems
2: like the chatter lately is guys, like Paolo's actually the best player. Yeah. Yeah. So Bull
1: well, it all comes down to like the best defensive player in the NBA can only go so far. The best offensive players can like their their limits know no bounds. I mean, he's a that levels the appeal to Paolo. Yeah. Yeah. I Every everyone references the tech game in March Madness and how he was able to just do MBA stuff, run the offense mm-hmm. from from the pick and roll, from the high screens, and like. Well, that's
3: you know that's, that's what did it. That's, that's really what game. sold me on him. Is yeah. was just how composed he played in the tournament. It wasn't. As, I mean, you knew he had the ability to hit shots. You know, right. you knew he could create separation. You know, he's good in isolation. He can get his own shot up. But I I just kind of wondered, you know, can he be that guy? You know, when it's on the line, and he was fine, man. Like. He, he carried that team i just there's something about chet that fascinates me Psh, and i under the
2: fact that he's seven foot two he's a spider what? yes <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's
3: from like a mentality standpoint though when you watch him because you know everyone talks about how skinny he is and he's just gonna get bullied i never really saw it happen at the collegiate level he was a really good shot blocker his timing is phenomenal i mean People he's obviously rave about his iq and he Rave. just, he makes good plays. He's a good passer. I mean, I I think if it pans out, obviously, I think his ceiling is, is definitely the highest. But I just think that Bancaro is a safe pick. I mean, you can't go wrong with a guy yeah. that can just go on the floor and score 20 for you at any point.
1: Which is crazy, because Jabari might have the highest floor and the highest ceiling in someone. Like, you know, like, we almost forget him,
2: but I'm with you. Uh, I, I'm so intrigued by those top two. Harrison? I'm a Chet guy as well. Let's I love go. Chet. Oh,
1: team Chet, baby. Like Justin
2: was saying, he's kind of a dog. He's a dog. Oh, <laughs> he's, got dog yeah. Yeah, he's got that dog in him. He's uh, got that dog in him. I go Chet Jabari Paolo. Um, Paolo's yeah. defense gives he, me pause. I know. It's
3: real inconsistent. Yeah, it's
2: just... Is he a five defensively? Right, he's kind of a tweener. Ugh, like I hate it. I think Jabari Smith might have the highest floor, like... He's got a really... He's, and easiest to play, like a seamless fit. Yeah, you can put him anywhere. Yeah. You can play the yeah. four or the five. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a check guy, so those are my top three. I actually... If I was picking one, though, I'd probably take Jaden Ivey, to be totally honest. Huh. Yeah, That's amazing. Why has his... Like,
3: throughout the season, there was, you know, decent... I guess, like, the way people were talking, it it kind of seemed like that could actually happen. Now, yeah. I mean, like, the last eight weeks or so i mean it kind of seems like he's consensus four. yeah why, why is he dropped
1: well and that assumes the kings don't screw it up because right when does the it's fall the kings, end yeah. right yeah
2: i don't know i just feel like it's just been a little bit of groupthink in terms of oh you know these three are the top three yeah and then there's a gap yeah. they seem
0: freakier like yeah. chet obviously is just like odd to look at but then like <laughs> Banchero <laughs> like is actually freaky. like thick and big and Jabari's like a six ten jump mm-hmm. shot Like it's easiest. to like look at them and be like, Yeah, you're just a freak. Whereas even as like a big point guard, you're still just like, Okay, Jaden Ivey you're another guard. And there's a there's a lot of guards around.
1: Is Ivy being miscast as a point, as like that John Wall Jay Moran comp where it really should be more of a Donovan Mitchell
2: comp? No, I think he's John Wall. C- C- yeah, I think C- that's his role. Lead ball handler if you want to put him in right, that category right
1: hmm. which oh,
2: he'd be yeah. a lot of fun if you could have him can in an effective pick and roll sacramento you know yeah. you put some wings
3: around him where he has some options to pop it out right. you know he can, i mean he can get to the rim like mm-hmm. he's a really fun player him and uh mathurin before he got hurt were like two of my favorite yeah, college he's players favorite. to watch benedict
0: last year mathurin, if if the, the nuggets trade up i hope it's for benedict mathurin he's a so there have been two players. Mock that five.
2: ESPN's mock. Today, so. <laughs> That's a big trade up. <laughs> Plus five hundred on DraftKings sportsbook app, though. So to do what? To go top five.
1: Ben Matherin, fifth overall.
2: Oh, at number five. Who's mm-hmm. picking five?
1: Detroit
3: yeah i like that yeah i just think the
2: kinks
1: screw up four and ivy goes five but that maybe a story (laughs) for another day (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) that's just like a crazy athlete though like you right you can't with the king's picking four you can't it's just just
3: toss halibur throw any logic out the window at that point
1: um so hey um but i'm there's something freaky about chet where i too think it's a little anthony davis-esque i'm not sure that body's even fully coordinated and maybe by 24 25 it's like oh, you see this guy's offense as a fully formed human being and it's like Yikes.
3: one like every now and then but you would watch him he would, him. He the would do these things sorry i yeah. interrupted you, have that's my bad no no he he's freaky like every now and then he looks kind of derpy like a dinosaur like you're saying where he's kind of undeveloped yeah. and then other times you see him and you're like out like he actually has crazy body control for somebody that's seven feet with that wingspan and moving like Mm -hmm. he's a good athlete i don't know man i just i know it's all projection but i have a hard time walking away from that ceiling if i'm picking the nba
1: draft is just so weird in that way you're star hunting more than any other league you're just because it's all about like
0: do you have one guy who can win a title Mm -hmm. it's like either yes or no and then you need to find like two other guys who are, like, at least fringe all-stars. Maybe just pair him with one other. And that's why, like, Chet Holmgren, I think it's 50-50. He's either, like, just a freak stud athlete or he's kind of just, like, a straight-up bust. Like, it's so easy yep. to see him becoming a bust. And that's honestly kind of true with like,
1: most of these guys up at the top. But that's just – that's the NBA. That's the NBA for you. What gives you the guarantee <laughs> of not busting out is Evoca TV – where the nonsense finally ends with these local blockouts. No more of that. Watch the Nuggets. Watch the Avs. Watch the Rapids. Watch Altitude Sports. at Sports. Get the Rockies. Get the DNVR channel on there, man. Ivaca TV. It's a great deal. That's only $15 per month for the first three months. Plus a receiver. Go to Ivaca.com. Coms. dot tv. I'm sorry. Slash, DNVR to check it all out. Get their great deals. Um, and yeah, I mean, let's let's end this nonsense because we we just can't. We gotta watch our local teams by any and all means necessary. And the good folks at avaca TV allow us to do that. Um, also, DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, DraftKings Sportsbook, new unit users, which none of these guys are, uh, can bet $5 Definitely to win. Definitely not new. <laughs> uh, old hat over here, Mr. Wind, is to win 150 on Avs Against the Lightning. Don't even have to get your pick right. Um, and, yeah, it's just uh, it's the best deal uh, in sports gambling. Also, they have all these draft props, which we're going to get into right now same game parlays we've been hitting up left and right we have the same game parlay magician over here justin and michael um DraftKings sportsbook offering same game parlays pre-cooked for you as well download that DraftKings sportsbook app now use that promo code dnbr new customers can get that deal five to win 150 on the nhl must be 21 or older colorado only new customers only minimum five dollar deposit Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred. Did um, that
2: hit a nerve, Hank? He took my crown. So wait, what happened? You were the same game parlay yeah, king. I hit now like you're three not. Three in a
0: row, then missed one, and then Justin went on the show, and then <laughs> then he took my crown. Here's the
2: thing, Hank.
3: I'm I'm only on like two three times a month, that's and true. that's the perfect amount. Because I, I go in, on, I out. give a couple of bets yeah. that I'm really confident know. on, and I'm out. If I was out yeah. on if I'm in daily, you know, then I'm just throwing out yeah. losses. Next I time you I miss the same game kind of... parlay, I'm getting
0: on the next day to take <laughs> that crown back. Just. Justin,
1: you give that bets invite, he's dialed. He just <laughs> sharpens up. Um But you know, people who know about the draft like you, Harrison, can can bet on this stuff. Well, I don't know um, that much about it. But. There's lots of <laughs> lots of props. And lots of guys right in that Nuggets range, like Blake Wesley, the Ah. over-under, set suspiciously at 21 and a half.
2: How do you feel about that, Harrison? I think he's going to go before 21. You do? Yeah. It seems like there's some buzz about Blake Wesley. Oh, man. Let's go. Seems like there's some intrigue in the late teens. Oh, I hope he doesn't get the Denver because I don't want the Nuggets to take him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) His scouting report read very similar to what I thought uh, Gary Harris might be coming out of Michigan state.
2: Yeah. Like Blake Wesley's good. Yeah. Um, he's got potential. <laughs> I think a nice combo guard can do a little bit of everything should be good on both ends, but it's just a three point shot. Putting right. a 19 year old point guard into the nuggets timeline right now. Yeah. I just am not a fan of that. Even if they trade Monte Morris, now, if you trade Monte Morris, I feel like you want another guard that you can play. Blake yeah. Wesley's not playing for Denver next year. No. Yeah, that so wouldn't
3: not. make any sense. Moving Monte and then. Oh, it's so tough.
2: The thing is, Wesley's been mocked to Denver on a couple of these. But
3: mm-hmm. is that just because they have a new GM and, like, nobody know, Like, you know what I mean? Everybody's Maybe. just kind of guessing on Booth. Maybe. Maybe. Oh,
2: and somebody's man, got you just terrified me. Like.
1: His scouting report also kind of reads some not too dissimilar to RJ Hampton's. Hmm. E.J. Liddell set at 20 and a 20.5. I need him to go to the Bulls at 18 because what, that's what the good folks at CHEO Bulls are. I know are they like do. him. And this, he's a Chicago kid. Ah, uh, that's, there like yeah. Is that a Nuggets target?
2: I hope not, again. <laughs> I think E.J. Liddell's good. Boy, like, really, like, really, him. really good. Couldn't he be
1: a great shot blocker, Harrison?
2: Yeah, but he's 6'7. With seven. a seven-two so, wingspan, uh, this one has well, and six-five and a half. I think that's without shoes. Must be. Yeah, yeah I think he measured six-seven at the combine. They wear shoes though. <laughs> that is <laughs> true, on. but it's like.
3: <laughs> Wait, can I start claiming my height in shoes? You I feel should. like that's what I'm yeah. yeah. six-two, <laughs> y'all.
2: <laughs> I'm going up to six-two in shoes. Yeah. Also,
1: there were yeah. shoes
0: in the NFL too.
1: I think my shoes sadly just get me to like five-eight and a half.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> that's not great.
2: No, E.J. Liddell could be Paul Millsap 2.0. I love that comparison. comp you've been right. putting out. But here's the thing. I feel like eight times out of ten, Paul Millsap flames out of the league after a couple of years. He sure especially does. Especially today. I guess he, Paul Millsap <sighs> is only six seven.
1: Yeah. So he wasn't he, that He's E.J. Liddell. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling wash, you. Wash your mouth with soap. soap. I would go I over, though. I'd, I'd go over, Andre. Would you? Yeah. He just doesn't give you modern NBA
2: vibes, Right. Does he? Okay. I like that. But does, if it's Chicago, I know our CHGO guys are high on him. Does Nikola Jovich
1: give you modern NBA vibes <sighs> oh. over under twenty and a half. Over.
2: Re- ha. Over. Yeah, I think he's going to slide a little. Right? Really? Yeah. It just
0: seems like that's one of those guys that such like... Such a smooth shooter. All the... <laughs> just the smoothest shooter. That's another one where it's just like he takes all those tough three-pointers. Like there's guys up in his grill and he chucks them up and still shoots like whatever, 34%. Yeah. Which it doesn't sound great, but I do think like he's just such a... Such a good score. So well-rounded offensively. I feel like the league's got to be high on him.
2: When you watch Pitchers. Jovic, what, what are your thoughts Could defensively? Oh, he's got a ways to go. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. He, well, yeah. That's he's it. he's going to be very bad defensively.
3: He's a year, two years away from being two years away. <laughs> well, you know, that Netflix movie, Hustle, you know, they draft the European dude, and he's, like, really great offensively. The European no
2: dude. It's Wancho <laughs> freaking no, Aaron Gomez. No,
3: no, that's Bo Cruz, not him. The guy that they draft from Germany. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The guy yeah. that, sorry, you know, he's sorry. really skilled. He looks great. Everyone yes. loves him, but he has no interest exercise? in playing defense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To me, that's that's Jovich. Jovic. Oh man. <sighs> yeah, In my heart.
1: If the Nuggets win a
0: title, gonna it's gonna be because of are come on.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't mind leaning into the offense.
2: Would you really? If we his name shots. was not Nikol Jovich, would you like
0: him? Yeah, no, I, that's why I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even like look at the videos because I was <laughs> sure. like, oh, this is so dumb. And then now I don't think they're going to draft him specifically because that's his name. I wish his name was anything else. Because he's just, like, such a fun player. Like, in terms of just, like, funness right. yeah. in this draft class, I feel like he's right up there at the top.
2: He it, definitely would be very fun. No doubt fun. In Isn't just down for pre- another point shooter. Yeah. Yeah. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> no. <laughs> Those MegaLite oh. games at
1: 3 a.m. are going to be lit for <sighs> you, Henry. <sighs> yeah. um, he's so Marjon good. Bouchamp, a guy who you have mentioned, his number set at 24 and a half. Is that a guy if you get sneaky and you wait till 30 and maybe you flip 21 with monte as we've talked about you could still get
2: at 30 oh man i would have flashbacks to 2017 no that was the case. <laughs> they trade back and still don't get their guy oh that's bummer <laughs> that's interesting because bochamp is definitely being mocked in the yep. like 25 yep. to 30 range yep. so what was it 24 24 and a half yep yeah i'll go i'll go over well, you Yeah. Okay. Let's move to you, Justin. David Roddy,
1: a DMVR athlete, um, All-American, star at CSU. One of the more fun, lots of people feel how Henry does about Jovich, about David Roddy in the draft community, and divisive. A little bit of what, what EJ Liddell, the slander EJ Liddell <laughs> was getting from that corner <laughs> over there from Mr. Wind. Uh, David Roddy might be getting um, plus two hundred on DraftKings Sportsbook to go round one. What are your vibes right now, man?
3: I mean, I'll bet on it. Um. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it's fun again. It's it's
1: fun. It's like rooting for Nicole. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, I think he's probably going to be an early second round pick. It's kind of based on what I've been hearing, based on the things that I am reading. To just kind of mixing those two, I think he ends up going right around that like 32 to to 40 range and i Mm. I would keep an eye on toronto at 33
2: specifically Ooh,
3: toronto (laughs) like that
2: that would be a great endorsement
1: for him from that front office um
2: yeah no toronto drafts great so yeah
1: i mean as good as anyone and nuggets connections you're hearing on roddy harrison
2: because he is getting mocked to 30 by some i did (laughs) see that I think they like him. I don't think they like him that much to yeah. take him at 30. Mm-hmm. Would it be a good fit? Would it be a good fit in Denver? Uh, he'd be, I think, a good fit because he kind of gives them something that they don't have. The Nuggets don't really have that that like gritty, high-motor, defensive, all-around guy who's looking to do the dirty work. Yeah, and I think Roddy could do that for an NBA team.
0: I feel like it's hard for me to say like whether he fits or not, just because I don't know what he does. And that's he not does to everything not gonna, that's exactly. The but like something's gonna pop. Like is he? Oh, he's like he, he defends wings. He's good at that. Or like maybe he loses like ten pounds and he defends guards. And you're like, oh, that's what he does. Or like you talk maybe, about
1: anchor traits, right? What is David's anchor trait? Yeah, you think like
0: maybe person. he's good at, the sh- at shooting threes. Maybe that translates. Maybe he's better in the paint scoring. Like it's just so hard for me to see like what he's going to actually do well to say like, yeah, he fits in because they have this hole right here. I think it is kind of like a wild card. It feels like kind of if things work out, he's kinda of like a smaller Draymond, right? Where it's like the passing ability, ball can kind of go through him, maybe a little bit limited offensively, but has a couple of good years where he's knocking down threes. I don't know. He's he's just such a weird prospect. Unique is probably let's call him a unique prospect. Weird
1: sounds mean. Yeah. What would be your sell to an NBA team for David Roddy?
3: Versatility. I mean the the thing that I talked about this with Harrison and Brendan on the Rams pod is just like his greatest selling point is probably also his greatest detriment if you're gonna use it against him. It's just that he's, you know, a jack of all trades and it's yeah. you know <clears throat> you can't just say like yeah. he's gonna be a rim protector, he's gonna be a you know, lights out three point shooter and I will say shot thirty forty uh, percent from deep, mm-hmm. you know, this past season. So and not just catch and
1: shoots, No, the yeah. Bounce. You know, yeah.
3: he was able to create his own shot. I I do think he's a guy that's going to be able to score at multiple levels for you. But, yeah, I think defensively, are you quick enough to stay with guards? Can you, you know, guard bigs that have half a foot on you? Right. Because, you know, in that that Michigan matchup, it it didn't go very well for him. Now, I will say, in a larger sample size, I saw him handle, you know, bigs from San Diego State, Creighton, Mm -hmm. Orlando Robinson from Fresno State, another NBA prospect. He did it fine. That Michigan game wasn't exactly like I – I would just, I would say, watch other film. Don't just focus on that one. But yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the the big tough thing with him is just, do you have a role for him definitively? Denver, I yeah. like Harrison said, I think he could carve out some minutes. I also don't think you know, like, is David Roddy the missing piece that p- makes Denver right. a championship yeah. no, 100%. contender? Probably not. And I, y- y'all know, I freaking love David Roddy. Of course, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think Denver is probably some wishful thinking on on local fans parts and and i get it but i i don't really see it happening and unless that, he's undrafted and at that case like i think they would love to bring him in and totally. you know try and get summer league oh, deal no, yeah. or
0: even get back into the second round if he's still there late that too yeah, yeah.
3: but I, I do think he will get drafted and i think he'll get drafted in yeah the first 15 totally. picks or so of that that second round
1: mm-hmm yeah, it's Toronto as an early second at
2: 33. 33. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think part of the sell on him also is just he's a guy who plays winning basketball. Yeah. yeah. And you stick him on a bench unit, and he mm-hmm. just makes the right plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. m- the number one thing, and I come from the Nikola Jokic School of Basketball, of yeah. course, but the number yeah. one thing I want in a player, the number one trait above everything, is high IQ. Mm-hmm. And, like, David Roddy has that. You know, he's totally. going to make the yeah. right play he's yeah. gonna pass it when there's the right pass to make he's gonna shoot it when he's open he's yeah, gonna definitely. like make a play for somebody else when that opportunity presents itself so like that in the second round is attractive i think totally and he knows what he needs to do you know he's yeah. he was the mountain
3: west conference player of the year but he understands that you know i'm not going to get drafted and be a guy that's going you know for 25 a night that's going to be putting up a bunch of shots He he's not going to go out and know try and play hero ball and you know be like see this is why you know y'all you slept on me he's just going to go out. and You guys want me to play defense and get rebounds? I got it. You want me to dish it out? I got it. He and- has, like crazy high upside I feel like. We well, maybe not like superstar upside, but
0: for a second round pick, like chance that he's a total lockdown defender. I mean, he could be one of the best 3 and D guys in the league if the if the jump shot translates. It's just so hard to say what he's going to be, but if if you want to look at it as like boomer bust, like maybe his game just doesn't translate. Like early in the second round, you absolutely take that risk.
2: Oh yeah, like we were talking about all these second round guys on the DMVR Nuggets pod today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like well, this guy couldn't shoot as a yeah, freshman right, at right. UCLA. <laughs> yeah. He barely played, yeah. but he's six eight with a seven foot wingspan. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like this other guy, like Patrick Baldwin, went to Milwaukee and just sucked <laughs> yeah. last year. Yeah, he was a black hole on offense. But then I mean, David Roddy, who could get picked along all these guys, is a legit really right. freaking good player. Like it's like an exactly. all-American. Ride, yeah. Yeah.
3: It's just yes. people, you know, you look at it in smaller school, Yeah, a little bit of a divisive prospect just in terms of mm-hmm. Trey. Like there was some athleticism type stuff that people questioned. At some point it's just like, right, but just watch him play football. He's a right. good football player. <laughs> yep. David Roddy is a good basketball yep. player. There is a role really in the good. NBA for David Roddy. He right. just, you know, it's can he land in the right organization? Do they give him some time to kind of figure it out as far as, you know, what his role is? Is he that three and D guy on the wing? Is he guarding a one through five? We shall see. But uh, I'm very intrigued. Like, it's what is he as a yeah. cutter?
0: If, like if he were to play with Jokic, like he's high IQ, he should be able to get to the places, but maybe doesn't have like the crazy athleticism to to get himself awesome finishing opportunities like he just seems like such a wild card to me. I have everything. Yeah, no, he In is. a good way. But.
1: And, and I mean again, one of the more divisive and kind of like entertaining guys in this class. Yeah. He's going to yeah. be he's going to be a fun storyline to follow in the second half of the draft. Definitely. This act, I've never one of the first NBA drafts where I'm really going to be locked into those final ten picks. I care oh, more about this, it, man. I care more <laughs> yeah. about the second round than the first yeah, round. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, before we talk with Hank and um, see you guys, Pac-12 stuff. Yeah. Final predictions. Um, You know, it's summertime. It is uh, it's solstice. Heat, it's heating up. Summer <laughs> solstice. Ugh, sure. Father's Day just passed. Harrison got married this summer. Lots going Still on. Still married. Um, <laughs> it's, it's incredible. But if you want to have a Nikola Jovich-like smooth jumper, then you need to use Manscapes ultra-smooth package 2.0. Uh, no, it's the Boxers 2.0, which makes sure your package is as smooth as As a Nikola Jovic transition pull up three against uh, Partizan. The (laughs) Partizan. Thank you. I was going to say the the Spanish under-17 national (laughs) team, but Partizan sounds a lot better. God, Partizan against Megalex. That must be incredible. Just (laughs) as incredible as when I pull my pants down to show off what the great folks at Manscaped with the Boxers oh, wow. 2.0 <laughs> have been able to do for me this summer. Um their products are unrivaled. They are homies. They've been around for a long time. And again, smooth like a Nikola jovich Pull up three. Get twenty percent off plus three shipping by going to manscaped.com DNVR. That's right. Free shipping when you use that code dnvr at manscaped. Um plus twenty percent off um okay that i feel like that was maybe the best read of my career so you nailed that congrats to you guys being present for such an epic moment you landed the plane. yeah thanks (laughs) we're missing a couple wheels and a motor but i landed it uh jabari walker similar style combine as i just had a manscaped read some are saying uh a little rough kind of a loser of the Combine. Frankly, disappointing because Jabari would have been great to see him come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and just two years ago, I know we were talking about, like, this is one of those guys who's ex- exactly, you know, obviously you get caught in hyperbole talking about freshmen. But, like, yeah. exactly what the NBA needs. A long mm-hmm. guy who can mm-hmm. hit a jumper and, like, the future seemed endless. And now he's declared. And uh, I don't know. Is he even going in the second?
0: Um, That's a good spot. So, Yesterday, I looked through five mock drafts Hell that yeah. all came out yesterday. My kind of guy. He was
1: chosen in four of them. There you
0: go. And I feel like that's right around good. the right range. Probably 60% chance, 80% chance, He's somewhere in the there that he gets drafted. Um, obviously, if he does get drafted, it's toward the end of the second round. You mentioned the combine. like The, the testing was not good. Uh, came in as uh, it was 6-6 six, six without shoes. I, we use shoes here so six seven and a half but that still leaves you a little bit undersized oh, yeah. as a power forward Pro mm-hmm. shoes podcasting. um and on top of that like 32 and a half inch vertical which doesn't not great jump out to you the the body fat percentage it's was 56 out of 61 for, that's bad yeah so in terms of the testing like you want to look okay, at him as that an okay athlete.
2: i just got to go back to that 12.1 body fat yeah like jabari walker always struck me as a skinny dude yeah. It was strange. He it has, like, the same body fat as, like, a Trevor Keels, who's, like, a big guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, wider
1: than he is tall, Trevor Keels feels yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah,
2: It all just
0: kind of feeds back to the same thing, like, his entire game, which is he seems like he's just a year away. And, and there's something, too. Like, if you're going to go to the NBA at some point, declare for the draft, get into somebody's system, let them kind of mold you into what they want you to be, Maybe they have more resources. You know, the The G League resources maybe not quite the same as the Power 5 resources. Sure. I'm not sure what exactly all that looks like, but he does seem like, just in general, he's not quite ready to play at this point, which is probably why he's down this far, because you look at him from yeah, an NBA yeah, standpoint, sure. it's like the, the pro is you get to bring him in and kind of develop him how you want. The con is he's sitting for a year, most likely, before he's ready to contribute. Um, and so that's obviously true. It's just like his body with the jumping ability. Like, that's that vertical is going to improve if you get him in the weight room, do those sorts of things, because he is a good athlete. Um, things like the jump shot, where it just – he he knocks down a good percentage of them. I mean, he hit five against Georgetown in the NCAA tournament. It's just that, like, the release could be sped up a little bit. And defensively, like, there's some great plays, but – There's also sometimes you're like, yeah, what were you thinking there? And so just a lot of what he does, just not not quite refined, not quite developed, but the the rebounding instincts, those are pretty freaky. I mean, Mm -hmm. led the Pac-12 with 16 double-doubles this season. I think second was Christian Coloco with 10, and that was because he got hot toward the end. Nobody else with more than seven, maybe. So, I mean, he's out there, like, grabbing boards, getting points off of offensive rebounds. Like, he's freaky as a rebounder. It's just that when you get to the NBA level, six foot six oh, i know what does that look like yeah
1: we got to talked up roddy's rebounding too that you need more than rebounding in the nba it's crazy mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah but uh, i mean this sounds like kind of a major loss for CU for like nothing for a and, guy who's uh, gonna have to flounder for a couple years at least until he figures it out
0: Uh, Yeah, it's not a decision that everybody at CU love. that's for sure. I mean, he would have been one of the the three players most likely to be player of the year in the Pac-12 this season. Mm. Like, obviously, those double-doubles, they speak for themselves. First team, all Pac-12 player. Like, that is, at the college level, a very, very valuable piece. At the pro level, it just does that rebounding translate because maybe he's playing the three and if he's playing the three, then you could see how he could kind of out muscle some of those guys at that position and and get some boards there, but that's not really a rebounding position. And then offensively, what do you do? So he's also, he's more of a tweener. Whereas David Roddy is just like a, what is he like? He's not tweener. He's just like this very unique piece that could just be really good. But Jabari, it just, will you fit into either of these roles?
2: The the tweener label, it went from being the worst thing, to like the best thing yeah and where i'm at it's like you're it's really good to be a tweener until it's bad Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i feel like jabari walker's kind of in that bad territory (laughs) well it's kind of what i meant with david though you know
3: it's when you talk about like what's his great he's a good tweener. Yeah, that's his greatest strength but if you're trying to be like well what would you be worried about it's like well the same thing kind of yeah Mm yeah
2: um, like, what is Jabari Walker really good at? Like, David Roddy's really good at a lot of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jabari Walker, really good rebounder based on yeah. the numbers. That's about it, though. I feel like yeah,
0: and like that the the rebounding should not be understated. Like, he is a freak rebounder. and yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, that's the, really the, the valuable. Long arms help. Like, he's he, the the senses. Like, he just always knows where the ball is going to be, and then the ability to get that back up on the glass and and score, like, that that was the bulk of Colorado's offense in stretches was miss a shot and Jabari will go get the ball and put it back
1: in. Mm-hmm. And for yeah, an
0: offense that struggled, like that was very valuable. If you can
1: guard some guys on the wing, shoot mm-hmm. consistently from three, that is, you are starting to have the makings of someone who can get some minutes in a rotation. Ball. Totally. Yeah. And, and
0: last year, he shot, what was this, 52% from three, and, and that was – really helped out by the five for five game in the NCAA tournament, but you can't just throw that out. That was a thing that he did when he just took over an NCAA tournament game and gave Colorado their first win in the tournament in five years, more than that, I think. Mm-hmm. Well. So it did dip down a little bit, like 35% this year, but he's taken tougher ones. He's like the centerpiece of the team. But putting up 15 as a power forward in the Pac-12, like that's impressive, yeah. especially in your second year. It's just that yeah. there are those things that just need to be refined. Like he doesn't have much of a left. Like he doesn't have a lot of moves in the post, and like he'd be a good cutter, he'd be a good rebounder, he'd be a good three-point shooter when he's wide open, but doesn't have the quick enough release at this point to to think that he's going to put up a bunch of shots. So yeah, we just have to kind of wait and see.
3: Can he create his own shot at all?
0: He got better at it. Uh, the the turnover numbers were too big, but you'd think that if he like if he goes to the G League, he's probably playing in a role where he he gets the ball in his hands quite a bit. I think with the season in the G League, he should be decent at it like in a pinch he could Mm -hmm. handle it but i don't think you're looking at somebody who like oh it's a playoff game he's starting because he's right like he's 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 supposed to be passing the ball in those situations
1: did they bring him in for a visit harrison the nuggets
2: not one of these public yeah, group no, workouts man, that I right. know of. I know they've watched him play a ton, of course. Sure, yes, as of, of course. late, over the last Tim several years, was up there a couple times. Yeah, their whole front He's office gone. has watched him live. Yeah, I know they liked Roddy more than Jabari uh-huh. Walker for sure. Uh, just, when I, if I never saw Jabari Walker play, and I just looked at his stats. Like fourteen and a half points, nine and a half rebounds, thirty five percent from three, seventy eight percent from the line. Yeah, six eight sophomore with a seven two wingspan. Like, right. or I'd be like, hell yeah. Right. yeah, sign me up, totally. But you know, every time you watch Jabari Walker, because we watched him a lot, you're just always left wanting more. Yeah, if he's so. just
0: a little bit quicker, a little bit better defender. If he could jump a little bit higher, if he was a little bit t- taller, like he's so close, and some of those things might come. It just you, he just hasn't proven it yet.
2: Yeah. I'd I take a flyer on him in the second round. Totally. Absolutely. Totally. Or hope you get that, you know, summer league invite. Yeah. Even better.
0: The game between him mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and Patrick Baldwin was a lot of fun. That was one that Tim Connolly was at. There are actually, Baldwin, there, I think the Timberwolves had a couple guys. There were a lot of scouts there because it's obviously early in the season because mm-hmm. it's non-conference. And it's like, okay, here it comes. This is Jabari versus Patrick Baldwin. Yeah. At that point, you're saying like, ah, uh, a couple guys, potential lottery picks right there. And... Then, I mean, I want to have, in have the stats here for those guys. Baldwin, <laughs> so like when you watch him play, he's just like chucking the ball up out of nowhere. What yeah, are you
2: doing? Terrible. Yeah, I've J- got the stats right here, actually.
0: Jabari was much ba- better. Yeah, he was Patrick 4-14. Patrick Baldwin shot
2: 3-13. of 13. Jabari Walker shot yep. 4-14. Yep. Oh, my yep. gosh. Yikes. Yeah.
0: And so, so you're all like, you're like oh, guys, That's come on. Crazy. This is supposed to be like this. And all the scouts are up there. And still, like Jabari came out on top. He, he picked it up at the end, which was important. But. I mean,
1: 4 of 14 was
0: enough to get on top. 14 points.
1: Final draft predictions. Jabari, Roddy, and what do the Nuggets do? Um, Justin, you want to start us off?
3: Yeah. um, Nuggets trade 21. Um, I think they'd package it with Monte and or Will for another player. And then I think... Potentially, they trade 32, yeah. um, and trade back even further, depending on what they can get. Um, I think Jabari goes real late. I do think he gets drafted, mm-hmm. but I think he's probably one of the last 10 picks. Huh. And, uh, I'll go on record that David goes, uh, David Roddy goes 33 to Toronto. Love that. Love that. Mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. say, uh, I'm
0: gonna trust Justin first of all. Yeah. David Roddy, Toronto, 33. I'm all in on that. That might be unique. Yeah, can we get <laughs> yeah. on a DraftKings <laughs> yeah, prop? Yeah. Hopefully, they're not listening. Yeah, exactly. specifically. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: Over under 33 and a half. Come on, give it to us, you cowards.
0: With Jabari, there've been the, the only actually there've been two places I've seen him mock to twice. One is 58th, last pick to the Pacers. The other one is 55th to Golden State. I think he's probably like in that 52 range, but I like the idea of him getting to go with the Warriors. That just I want to give him that awesome situation, so I'm gonna say 55 to the Warriors. Maybe there's some intel there um, that Yahoo Sports has, or we'll we'll say that. Um, cool. Am I gonna pick with my heart here? Do it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's say Nuggets package 21 and Barton to get up to. I don't, they're not getting up high up They'll throw 30 in there too. They get up to like number eight. They get Benedict Matherin, who's just insane. Ugh. Like the muscles on that guy, me, like me. when you look at him, you're just like, holy hell, that is a professional athlete right there. That's he's gonna be a he's gonna be a freak defender. Like me. I know he's not there yet, but when you just like look at the body type and the traits that he has, like incredible. And on top of that, the three pointer, if other things come and he can create off the dribble. I don't know. I sat right behind the Arizona bench for the, the game. They beat Stanford at the buzzer, the Pac-12 mm-hmm. tournament. And just watching him on the bench, you're just like, that is a very special person. Like, that is that is a very good basketball player. And I'm I'm going to say he goes to the Nuggets. <laughs>
2: I'll say they trade 21 as well. Yeah, that's what I have to lean towards. Too. Yeah. Oh. 30, I could see them keeping, though. The 30th pick is some people call it like the best pick in the draft mm-hmm. because – you get the guy on the rookie scale contract for right. four years, but right. it's pretty much a second round pick. Right. Yeah. yeah.
3: I didn't think about that. That's to a me, good like, if Also, you this use, is a
1: great draft. Like, the depth at the end yeah. of it seems really nice. And that's where, like, if yeah. you
0: do something fun with 21, and there's not going to be a player fun enough for me, but, like, you trade up and go get somebody or you trade that pick and go get somebody... If you want to take thirty and just say like, yeah, this guy's gonna sit on our bench for a year, but then he's gonna be six foot eight and long, and he's gonna be f- helpful a couple years down the road, that becomes a lot more palatable.
2: Yeah. Who do they take at thirty? I I really don't know. Like, if I knew, I'd say it. I think Wendell Moore would be a nice guy yeah, at thirty. Exactly. Yeah. He is just a he, he fits what the Nuggets I think should be looking for. Yeah. Role player potential, good defender doesn't try to do too much on offense at 30 even though i'm, I'm surprised he's getting mocked like in the early to mid second round i think he's good i'd yeah. be f- happy with him at 30 mm-hmm.
1: intriguing i say they move up to 14 15 trade monte to like the Cavs and 21
2: the Cavs. To it's get
1: a, like a Jeremy Sohan or a wing that's. Oh my, dropped, the
2: Nuggets or, got Jeremy Sohan, man, I would. I would be. Do terrible ecstatic. things. Static. <laughs> no <Yeah. I'm> kidding. <laughs> or an Ochan and You know, like mm-hmm. the two guys you've highlighted as
1: trade
3: up targets. Yeah.
2: Um, or dream scenarios. I don't know now. if they like a Baji, but i uh, don't know
3: if i like Ibaji and i'm a ku guy <laughs>
2: do you like brown more mm-hmm.
3: yeah. yeah
1: i mean hollinger's ranking brown ahead of uh Ibaji, and that really opened my eyes to yet like yeah maybe for what the nuggets need that really is so um and again i don't know that that makes sense for an nba contender but maybe you know a little bit of that george hill vibes that i've put out there mm-hmm. uh I'm going. I'm riding with Justin Roddy at 33. Jabari undrafted.
2: Ooh. Yeah, okay. I'll say Jabari undrafted too. Okay. But a lot of times, what happens in the second round is, yeah, teams will tell players, "Okay, go undrafted. We'll we're, give you a preferred yeah. summer league spot. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, you'll yeah, be th- exactly. you'll be the alpha on the summer league team." Right. <laughs> How does that kind of stuff work?
3: Like if so, like let's How's say hypothetically, you know, we're getting to the last ten picks. David Roddy has not been picked could if somebody like could somebody call him and he'd be like no don't take me and they would listen
2: yeah they would because at that point like who knows what type of contract you're gonna get second round like maybe one year really low guaranteed money at that point um he'd be like well I could go to the Nuggets where I know they might like me for a two way contract Mm. and you know, they have a nice track record of developing summer league guys and putting them in a good spot. Like a lot of guys from the Nugget summer league team just get actual contracts like, Oh, they have a good track record there. I could go there or I could just, you know, be a second round pick on like Minnesota who, you know, I, I don't, maybe I'll get a two way spot with them. Like, I don't really know the future. But like, teams will respect that. Like, yeah, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. an NFL yeah.
3: team would be like, that sucks. We're oh, taking yeah. you because we want you. Right. Yeah. You At can, the same
0: time, though, like, if you're on the fence and you're just like, ah, this guy, this guy, one says, I don't want to play for you, that does make it a lot easier That'll to be like, a ah, I don't want to touch that. Yeah. yeah I think weird.
3: teams draft players that don't want to go m- more often than we think, but. I don't know. I was curious. Thank you yep. for, for explaining I just hope that to they me. Trade and get your agent dope.
2: can signal like they can put out a bat signal that's like don't draft me. Right. I'll right. be toxic. They yeah. just have so much more power <laughs> in the NBA, which is interesting. Oh, in yeah. So yeah. much more. The, the more. dynamic of
3: yeah. team building completely changes.
0: I just hope they Check get something
3: dope. It somebody fun. something
1: dope and someone fun would be amazing. <sighs> Give me like um, somebody
3: good. That's the DMV. There,
1: there you go. So look out for that something dope someone amazing, it's like KCP, and someone like, fun. Ah. Those yeah, are the draft Get ready for it, Those man. are the draft yeah. storylines. <laughs> <laughs> give me Brogdon. Like, give me a fringe all-star. Yeah, you know? yeah Brogdon's just going to get injured. The give me LeBron. The in Denver. Um, <laughs> Justin gets for it. For all his live coverage on the draft, all his draft pieces thus far, go to thedmvr.com. Harrison Wind has you covered. Justin Michael, all his great stuff on the Rams, David Roddy, his journey. Yeah, wherever he goes, I'll Um, break all that down. Absolutely. And check out his podcast where he's had the Nuggets, guys, on Henry at DNBR Buffs. Always had you covered on anything going up uh, in Boulder. And, uh, yeah. And I'm your humble host, Andre Simone. We are the Denver Sports Podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery and that avalanche ale go abs use that promo code dmvr get your draft bets in we'll be back next week unless there's a special championship edition of something that needs to be done stay tuned stay safe